0: I don't even know the intro. Let's do this. Let's fucking go, boy.
1: Cusack to the future.
0: Hello, and welcome to Cusack to the Future. We're your hosts. I'm Grace. My name is John. And we are here to talk about our love for John Cusack, one movie at a time
2: one movie at a time and sometimes we do that movie so many times for one season that i am running out of clever creative (laughs) intros to introduce this movie it's season it's season it's season two it's high fidelity guys you know what it is
0: (laughs) yes which also i have to say like it's it's an interesting thing to talk about the same movie over and over and over even though we're talking about the same movie for like maybe five minutes in every podcast (laughs)
2: i had a conversation about that with someone where they're just like how's the podcast i was like it's cool they're like what's your podcast about i was like well we say it's about movies but not really They're like what do you guys (laughs) have been doing i was like well this season is about high fidelity and like season and i was like yeah every every episode we're just talking about high fidelity they're like how well "Well, i don't know and he's just like i he's like well i just imagine you guys are just like Talking about breakups, the whole like you just take the theme of breakups and then stretch that out for entire season. And I'm like, no, we haven't really talked about breakups. <laughs> like we did for one episode, I think early on, maybe. We, like we touched on it, but it never breakups didn't... in general. Yeah,
0: I think we talked about breakups for a good like, three episodes, right? Yeah, I... <laughs> and then we're like, this is sad, and we're also, really I, I think we've we've already kind of talked about we don't want to talk about it no more yeah <laughs> i feel like everyone already knows like what we've been
2: through <laughs> yeah like we know it's it's just us guys it's
0: fine, yeah. we're, fine. we're fine we're good Yay. but it, was,
2: <laughs> it is one of those things after i had that conversation with this person they were just like uh, like you know when you get a new car or something and then you think of like oh there's there's a Mustang. There's a Mustang. There's a Mustang. There's a Mustang. After I had that conversation, someone they were like, "Oh, you guys just talk about breakups." I was like, "No." And then afterwards, I just started noticing breakup trends in real life, where I was yeah. just like, "Oh, they broke up. They broke up. Oh, this YouTube couple that I watched broke up." I was like, "That's fucked up." But then I was like, that's still not what we're talking about." <laughs> like, you know, it's
0: just it's. Oh, weird. we want to talk YouTube couples. <laughs> we can talk about YouTube couples, okay? You know, I'm you invested. Have, you have
2: YouTube couple, new couple or same couple that we uh kept a mystery from last season.
0: No, that's my Twitch couple. Oh, they're okay. still together. Oh. Also, you have just...
2: separate YouTube couples.
0: Yeah, you, there are some YouTube couples okay. that I yeah, that are they're current kind of cute, but I've also like it's just really weird how I invest in other people's relationships <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. hmm Why do I
2: care?"
0: <laughs> I think
2: it's it's kind of like a, a, a fucking nature doc at this point, you know? You're just like, it's interesting to see other people's relationship, how they function during this really fucked up time in the world. You know, because, like, yeah. I wish, like, can you imagine how many, like, can you imagine like a reality show where it happened during COVID times, so everyone there was safe, <laughs> but they just, like, oh took everyone, God. and they quarant- I'm I'm surprised it didn't happen, actually, but they quarantined, like, 20 people and then they're like, date, you know, and then it's kind of like a battle royale kind of I don't know how this logistics of this would work, but everyone in that house is just dating until the end of the season, and then you just you're stuck with each other. So whether it works or it doesn't, you're quarantined with this person. <laughs> oh can you imagine how fucked up that would be? Oh, I wouldn't okay. watch it, but that's fucking
0: <laughs> I feel like no, my friend had to do that. Really? Yeah, she had, so one of her exes, it's not during quarantine, but oh, okay. they had to live, they had to live together for a while until he found a new place.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was just like, that is my worst nightmare.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh no. It's just like, well, cause she was, it was just, the, it was a, it was a breakup and all this stuff. And then. He just moved into the living room. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, I'm never home anyways. Cause I guess he worked nights and she worked days. And so it was just like, eh. But I was like, that's gotta be taxing. That feels taxing. Yeah. And I don't want, and I would not watch that. And I, I, I
2: wouldn't either. I'm just throwing out fucking ideas.
0: It's a, it's, a, it's a horrible thing. And I, you know, like YouTube couples all who all broke up during the pandemic definitely were like, oh yeah, they're just sequestered on the other side of the house. Yeah. It's was just like oh. It's fucking rough. So I don't, I don't want any of this. I don't see, want it.
2: <laughs> as much as we love High Fidelity, and that is a movie about breakups, we're not interested in that. But in this fucking COVID reality dating world, would you be more, you're not interested in the breakup aspect, but would you be more interested in watching a reality show of people trying to date now? Because like, I don't watch date. Do you, do you watch dating shows? No, I don't either. But like, can you imagine trying to date during COVID? Like I'm bad at it. They stress me the fuck out. But like, can you imagine trying to meet someone and like organize the logistics (laughs) of like, how the fuck do you meet someone during this time right now? Like, yeah, there's the vaccines and shit going on right now. But just in general, like how fucking terrifying it is to be like, do you want to meet here? Have you been vaccinated? Which one did you get? You know, or are you mask? Like, can you imagine like meeting someone and then they're not wearing a mask? You're like, oh, have you right. got the vaccine. They're like, I just don't wear a mask. You're like, oh, goodbye. You yeah. know, like little shit like that where you're just like.
0: Well, it's, okay, so, like, number one, like, that's, things like that are through, like, dating apps, right? Yeah. Like, dating apps and, like, Craigslist and, you know, all the other ways to meet someone online. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't fuck with that shit because I get terrified of that.
2: Yeah. I tried. Um, it did not go well. I thought I would be good at working <laughs> the internet because I'm pretty good at buying shit online, like eBay. And then I'd, I'd like negotiate. Per, like I just very good at communicating online. I, I thought like I'm on forums talking about toys with strangers. I thought I'd be good with just communicating with people. It's not. It's hard, <laughs> bro. It's not the same. Whole,
0: this, mm, it's different.
2: It's not talking not this. to
0: someone about the Iron Man, you know, one sixth scale yeah. is different than trying to like find somebody who has the same interests as you but also wants to be dating you at the same time is different sir
2: i i I didn't get that
0: (laughs) i don't know i i just got too terrified and then also like the majority of my friends who were on like apps or whatever like were very clearly like oh this is just like a uh Um, down to fuck type of thing,
2: yeah, like a uh, fucking hookup app or whatever,
0: yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, yeah, you know. So, I uh, I am barely on the internet, <laughs> yeah, like in terms of like uh, having some type of a presence, right? Because my, my, I'm not on Twitter anymore, and I'm like this close to deleting every single one of my tweets just cause Mm -hmm. it's just a bunch of gifts anyways. And like (laughs) me trying to like connect to famous people. So I tag them (laughs) and I'm like, Oh, maybe they'll like it. Yeah. Like
1: it's
0: such, it's, it's, I, and it was just something for me to, um to connect with like a group that I was in, in like 2016. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then after two years on it, I was like, nah, I don't want to be on this anymore. So I like got off of it. I did, how long did I did do Instagram?
2: A few months. I feel like it was like the middle part of the fucking quarantine sandwich.
0: So it was May.
2: Yeah. June.
0: I think I got off sometime Around, in July.
2: I think towards the end of August? season one, you got off. Okay. So I think you lasted I stopped
0: posting.
2: That. Yeah, but you were still and there.
0: Then, yeah, I was still there. And now I'm like officially like nothing exists except my handle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not on any type of internet. And then like, if I can't handle like being on the internet with my friends, there's no way I can handle being on the internet with potential strangers that I would want to date. So like,
1: yeah. or,
0: or that with the possibility of dating. And I'm like, I I no, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want it. So I never did that. Um, yeah. And then I met Barack and you know, mm. that's that now, but before Barack, I even even I was just like it's terrifying. Like, because my friend was like, when I was single, my friend was like, "Hey, let's go do those speed dating things. At least she can meet some people." And I was like, "No, I don't want to try and sales pitch myself in thirty seconds." Yeah, and also I I don't want to. <laughs> I think
2: that's the part of like dating that makes me most uncomfortable is talking about yourself. Because, like, for the speed dating, you said you're, like, you're fucking speed pitching, like, sales pitching yourself to someone in, like, 90 seconds.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, for online profiles, you're just creating online fucking blurbs about yourself. You're like, I am funny and witty, and here are all the cool pictures of me hiking. Yeah. You know, you're just like. What like, fucking
0: picture would I put up there? Yeah, I don't, yeah, take I don't go
2: hiking. Here's me going to Target.
0: Not- <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a dog I can borrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, <laughs>
2: so that's the things that i just don't understand about like dating or or that aspect of dating or you're just like i'm bad at talking about myself
0: yeah so. i think that's the thing of like high fidelity is that we don't see him actively trying to date we see him going through these past dates and just realizing like oh dating in general is not good <laughs>
2: But see, I think that goes back to our lack of knowledge of dating, because like we've established so before, we don't know dating because John Putzak never stu- like showed that process of dating d- during any of his movies. So that's why we don't know.
0: Yeah, he doesn't really tell you how he met them. He's yeah. just like, oh, I knew them. And then we were
2: dating. Yeah, you're just like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Thanks,
0: John. <laughs> I don't know. It just, even like the, even looking back at like High Fidelity, I'm just like, oh, this isn't not, it's not really a breakup movie. It's not a dating movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? And so. So what do you think of
2: High Fidelity? What kind of movie do you think it is? Like if you had to use like one word to describe it, what would you Is
0: think? it a rom-com? I don't think so. It's a rom-com, so? right? No. No. What the fuck is this movie then? How do we just divide it? Yeah, because I'm trying to look, and I'm like, "Is it comedy? It's comedy, right?" It's I comedy. think it's
2: comedy. Maybe not for some people, but I think it's hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's it's just a comedy. comedy. <laughs> and is it edgy? No, no. It's just a comedy about bad breakups.
2: Yeah, but yeah, it's a movie. It's it's a movie that has breakup elements, but it's not a breakup movie. Yeah, right so
0: yeah
2: i don't know just uh just that that thought of uh that conversation with my friend and seeing all these people go through breakups and stuff i was just like we're we're towards the end of uh this part of covid so i was just thinking i was just like man all these breakups all of these people emerging from from their dungeons and stuff being like i'm ready to interact with people and then uh we realize we haven't interacted with people for over a year. So it's going to be interesting how fucking awkward all of these people are heading out back into the real world being like, I forgot how to speak to people. And then me and you are just like, welcome to our world.
0: I straight up had that encounter again. Which like, one? You, you remember when I was talking about how, like when I met Thomas, mm. like I just kind of walked away from him. <laughs> yeah. I did that again. When I, when I got the vaccine, my coworkers were, at the Walgreens, when I walked in, I was like walking and trying to find where to go and just following the arrows, mm-hmm. and then like I hear someone in the corner go "hello" and say my full last name, mm-hmm. and I was like so surprised because I was like I am in the Castro, no one knows me in the Castro. It didn't occur to me that my coworkers would be um, getting
2: their vaccines too,
0: getting this vaccine too, yeah, at the same time as me, even though it's all through my work. <laughs> <laughs> and what so i like here? i like look up and it's three of my co-teachers and i I just kind of kept staring at them and then he goes hey it is me and he says his full ass name and everyone else's and he goes perhaps you did not recognize." and this is Why that does the person talk like a robot oh because he's just like that that's how we've always talked to each other oh, okay and so like what he's all it is me and i was just like oh yeah no sorry I see I see it's just I haven't seen people in a year and we yeah. all just kind of like I meant that as a joke but then it all dawned to us no we were real like yeah. I haven't seen these people in a year yeah I haven't seen my coworkers in a year and it's such a weird thing Yeah, and I was just like so got the vaccine yeah. <laughs> like I didn't know how to make conversation with them and I feel like that's how it's going to be when we all kind of go back to 100 capacity of like wait I don't gotta wait on the line (laughs) (laughs) you know and and I think that's another thing is like because everyone's kind of like a little more confident to be outside they're a little more confident to talk to people I was at Safeway the other day and this, old, this bless her. But an elderly woman was like, "It's such a beautiful day today, isn't it?" And I was like, "Are you talking to me?" Yeah. She's like, "Oh my god, the sun's out! It's so nice!" And I was like, "I don't understand who you're yelling at." Now.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Local and old person like-
2: yells at clouds. <laughs>
0: I was like oh I think she is talking to me and so I just kind of smiled and nodded my head and then realized she wouldn't see my smile so I had to verbally say yes it is have a nice day and just walk away (laughs) I was like why are people trying to interact again
2: (laughs) but that's the thing though where you're just like so hungry for human interaction I remember when um, I went to Super 7 to buy some toys fucking last year I think I was super excited just to talk with someone for longer than like hey we're <laughs> f- longer than two minutes i was just like hey and i was just i was like i have everything that i need but i feel like i should just keep talking to people I was like, i should go i don't want to be just hanging out here but it's just Aww. that thing where you're like you just want to talk to people and then it's i can't wait to see all of those awkward interactions between everyone when we're all out so because my th- my
0: thing is do we start hugging again
2: yeah, I don't know how that's gonna work. Where you're just like, uh like because everyone before already weren't huggers, you know. So it was already all oh, that awkward thing. Unless you knew that they were huggers before, you could hug them. You know, or you're like, hey, when... like you have that weird split second where you're like, your arms are out. And you're just like, ah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but now well, you're just like, I'm... do we hug?
0: Yeah. You well, know? I remember the joke whenever we went to whenever we had a bunch of Filipinos. That like if there was a new Filipino, I would just go up to them and be like, I'm a hugger. And -hmm. they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, everyone's if you're a Filipino at a gathering, you cannot get away from the hugs. Yeah. And I remember like how all of us would just kind of be at the door and try to sneak out. And then everyone would run and and grab that hug, the goodbye hug. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to spend another 20 minutes hugging everybody. Yeah. But then like. You know, you make that joke, I'm a hugger, and I was like, I was never a hugger before. I hated it.
2: Really? I love hugging. Yeah.
0: And then, like, now I think, I miss hugging people. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. Because, like, me and my best friend, Janice, like, we um, try to see each other at least, like, once a month. Mm-hmm. Um to do whatever, right? Like uh, we'll, we'll go out and run errands, just whatever, just to see each other. Because she lives over in, well, she was in San Jose, but uh, so she's like based in San Jose. And so like I would drive down and mm. do all these things. And then, you know, but like now, like when I go to her place, it's just like, you know, we're both maxed up in her apartment. And we just kind of stand and look at each other. Mm. <laughs> and then like when, when we're in the same car, we're maxed up. It's all these things like we never see each other's faces when we see each other now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then like every time like we we part ways, we always say, oh, "I wish I could hug you," mm-hmm. and then, like I'm realizing like, damn, I haven't hugged her in a year. Yeah, right. And it's such a like my other friends too, like you know my other best friend Aileen, like. Yeah, it's the same thing whenever we see each other. It's like, oh, I want to hug you, but I can't, right? And so, yeah, it's...
2: It's going to be so weird. Do we
0: go back to hugging afterwards?
2: I don't know what world we're going (laughs) to emerge from after this. Can you imagine, like...
0: (laughs) Like, like that that thought right now just made me really hyperventilate. Of, like, oh, man, if we're all together at Bindlestiff...
2: Yeah, fucking twenty minute do, goodbyes because we gotta hug everybody.
0: Do we hug hug each other again? Yeah. Do we eat out of the same bag like we used to?
2: Yeah. How do we distribute cheesy puffs equally?
0: Right? Oh my god, I didn't even think about that, John.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what kind of world we're gonna emerge from. Um It's weird. Like I was I don't know. like last year like towards the beginning of the pandemic i was talking to one of my cousins who was single and uh, he was just like um i don't know if i should use his name but, no. okay <laughs> i almost said it being like sorry man <laughs> i almost said it but um or i was i was just <laughs> i was talking to him and i was just like so are, are you still going out and he's like yeah but it's not really a thing i was like are you meeting with people he's like yeah and i was just like and It became the thing where it's just, like, not even, like, to have, like, that, like, dating talk usually where, like, oh, so how'd it go? I'm just like, well, how far did it go? Did you shake her hand? You know?
0: You're just like... (laughs) Like did you of, get to see? Did you see her lips? Yeah. Like, did did you, you take her mask? I was off? like,
2: yeah. I was like, how much fucking fucking chin did you see? <laughs> you know, how <laughs> how high or low of the mask was she wearing? Did she wear it properly? How far was like you guys were on a date? Did you guys have one of those plastic dividers? It, it became very like scientific and very interesting and not in the usual way. Or like, oh, was there a connection? It was just like, how, how did you guys properly follow the six safety protocols? Yeah. You know, you're just like it's it's so it's gonna be a weird thing where even like. If, like, what, how, like, how do single people navigate this in the future where you're just like, oh, it's the third date. I think I'm going to hug him today. <laughs> you know, you're just like, oh, what?
0: Dude, I don't know. Cause I've heard, like, I've heard very interesting stories of like people trying to hook up in the time of COVID. And it's yeah. just, <laughs> it's literally like gloves, mask they're not even facing each other. Like it's just weird of like you can't in person you can't do those things. So I feel like everything's online. Mm-hmm. But then it's just like oh it's an online date. That's cute. I remember I remember like in college one of my roommates would always, would like online have dinner with her partner. And yeah. it was very cute. But I but now like it's kind of the norm.
2: Like an a, a online Zoom date? Like for the first date?
0: Isn't it like a Zoom or a Google meetup or something?
2: I Fuck, I'd be really bad at that. Like I'm bad at fucking regular dates. I feel like I'd be horrendous at that. I get very distracted. <laughs> like, oof. And you're just looking into a computer. And then, like, I imagine she'd say something. And I'm like, let me check something on eBay to see how much it's worth for you. I'd be very easily distracted.
0: I think, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that still happens, too. Yeah. But, Yeah.
2: Man. Good luck. I don't know.
0: Everyone. Yeah, I mean, you're asking an odd question of like how do single people navigate? Like we're in relationships, yeah. John. How do we yeah, navigate? And like, like, we're like, still trying to I, figure that shit out. Yeah,
2: I, well, I'm just like, this is not my problem. That's a problem for like all the other people. So sorry, people. But uh I got my fucking own problems. <laughs> so <laughs> good luck. I'm not here to offer answers. I'm just here for questions. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been thinking about this week. Um, (laughs) how was your week, Grace?
0: (laughs) Oh, god, oh, it's it's been okay, yeah. Um, I spent the weekend in Minnesota, not the week, well, an extended weekend in Minnesota. Um, my My brother lives in Minnesota and is taking care of my mom Mm -hmm. and he had to go out of town. So my sister and I, my sister said she was going to Minnesota to help take care. And I was like, let me see if I can manage it. Like number one, time wise, number two, like afford wise and all Uh this stuff. And you know, still pandemic. I don't like being on planes, like all of these things. Mm -hmm. So I super bought the ticket like two days before I was supposed to go. Mm -hmm. Um, Minnesota is completely different. No one wears masks outside. Really? So in store and inside, they have to wear the mask because it's mandated. Yeah. But outside, oh. no one was wearing a mask. That's fucking wild. So loud. like when I would go on walks yeah. and people would be walking, no mask. That's fucking or like, loud. Yeah. So it was like tripping me out because like everyone here, the second you step out of the door. Take off right, the mask yeah that must so. have been
2: so alarming to see all these faces after not seeing like
0: it was faces. nerve-wracking
2: yeah he's like what hell yeah awkward. i can see your hell lips.
0: yeah it was definitely nerve-wracking for me um and like i we took walks you know we tried to take as many walks as we could like target was like maybe half a mile from my brother's place mm-hmm. and so like i would walk back and forth to either get groceries or just to like get a walk
2: Yeah, get that walk. For exercise
0: and stuff like that. And like but it was just really weird to see people without masks. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it's very clear, like, I am Asian wearing Mm -hmm. a mask in a very white ass neighborhood. Yeah. So I was like, please don't beat me up. Yeah,
2: (laughs) please don't be terrible humans.
0: Yeah. And so it was like kinda nerve wracking for for that too. And then also like it completely like I don't know why I didn't think of this when I went, Mm -hmm. but like, I was like, Oh, every house has like a black lives matter thing. It's such, it was such a weird thing for me. Mm -hmm. And then my sister was like, yeah, like, like the black lives matter stuff literally happened like 10 minutes away from here. I was like, wait, what? Like the murder and all of these things. I was like, shit, I'm in Minnesota.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, so that like, I was on like a weird thing there too. I was like, "Whoa!" Like everyone is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I made sure to walk down the streets that that had the Black Lives Matter stuff. So I was like, "Okay, white yeah. people can." I'm safe here. I'm safe here. Yeah. But it's it like, was
2: it's like that Indiana Jones thing where he sees like what fucking stones he could step on before he enters the temple. So he's just like Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter House, Black Lives. I could.
0: Yeah, it was a little... route to. It was a little bit like that. So I was like, okay. But it was it was, I com- had forget completely forgotten that because I remember my sister, we took my mom to like Lake, um, I can't pronounce it, mm-hmm. but a Makaska, mm-hmm. which is like their largest lake, and we went through a part of town that had a bunch of like murals and like the stores all covered up with murals and all the stuff of, of George. And I was like, God damn, I'm like literally right here.
1: Yeah.
0: And so, yeah, my sister was saying like, it wasn't too far from my brother's place. I was like, Holy fuck. Um, so it was surreal to be near that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it was just really weird having to travel and do all these things. And I was just like, so tired. Yeah. Um, so that was my week. <laughs> my week has been full of like, you know, those four days taking care of my family, uh, my mom and being with my family. Like this is the first time we have all seen each other since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Well, no, since my dad passed,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which was towards the beginning of the pandemic or yeah, a couple months into it. <laughs> and that was the last time I had seen everybody. And so to be back um, with everyone, um with everyone taking care of my mom. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was that was the weekend and I mm-hmm. came back and then this week has just been full of like grad school group meetings. <laughs> and the more that I am in these group meetings, the more I realize I really hate being in a group. I've always kind of hated being in a group, anyways.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But group online is the worst possible thing. And I am so fucking happy that I don't make my students be in groups. <laughs> Cause the for me, it is the worst experience. And I'm like, if they are anything like me, mm-hmm. they would hate me if I put them in a group. So I'm like, hmm, okay, cool. I always hate group projects
2: at school, but then, like, part of me is very hopeful at the beginning where I'm like, I don't know these people, but this this is, like, a perfect chance for this to be, like, a fucking Justice League or Avengers thing where we do, we have nothing in common, but all of our <laughs> fucking differences makes us a stronger team and we come out of this fucking friends. That never happens. At the end, I'm just like, I don't <laughs> fucking like you, dude. You didn't <laughs> shit.
0: See, I feel like sometimes that's the thing of like in in class. Like when I taught in class, I was like, okay, you guys are here. Here is your group for this half of the semester. These are your ride and dies. Mm-hmm. Let me know if something doesn't work out. But now, and I'm like, most of the time they're pretty good with each other, right? Yeah. In person, yeah. But it's hard as Zoom. As a zoom meeting and I'm yeah. like god this is the worst this is the fucking worst um so yeah that was my week I'm just really exhausted and grad school is just like oh I had to take the one class that is nothing but group projects I know there's another class that is nothing but group projects when I become a second year but mm. I'm just like why 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 <laughs> That was my week.
2: We had very different weeks. Our weeks how are very much week? opposite. Well, like I said, uh, <laughs> I stayed at home. I did no traveling, and I just sat here thinking about breakups and how <laughs> people are gonna, how people are gonna, <laughs> how people are gonna, how people are gonna fucking date post COVID. And and I was like, that was a chunk of my week. And then I watched uh, the Justice League Snyder Cut for four hours. Okay. Um. So that was how was that? Uh, I haven't seen it. I'm a big supporter of the of, of Batfleck. So oh, I got to okay. see more Batfleck. Uh so that was fun. Um influenced me to buy more toys, which well done movie. You, um,
0: so how many toys?
2: Shit, I pretty much bought every Justice League figure that they announced. John. Hot toys, it's all coming.
0: John Murder
2: that wallet.
0: You um, just got a new line, too. <laughs> I, know, I
2: sent you a picture of like, I was like, look at all my fucking fighting toys. And then I just, just fucking responded. But like 37 H and A's.
0: It was, Okay. Yeah. Y'all don't know the scope of this picture, y'all. Yeah. You, like there was, it's a mob. It was
2: a tournament on my
0: table. <laughs> how many figures all at once?
2: It, well, it wasn't at once. It was over.
0: The no, in that picture. 80, oh, okay. <laughs> over a week yes you got all of those figures over a week john uh, 14 so you got 14 uh, and then how many figures did you buy from hot toys
2: this week i pre-ordered two batman and superman
0: are you gonna get the other one the three pack
2: i pre-ordered that too shit yeah you're right um <laughs> but i did that i did a lot of whatever that
0: stymie hit we good
2: yeah <laughs> It is what it is. That's a problem for future John. That doesn't <laughs> come out till next year. Uh, both of them don't. So that's a problem for future John.
0: Oh, yeah. You don't get charged for them till they come out. Yeah. Okay.
2: You just put a deposit and then you're good. So. Oh, okay. Problem for future John. Um, but aside from that, aside of, aside from thinking about breakups, uh, the awkwardness of dating and people post COVID. Uh, I watched this doc on Netflix called The Last Blockbuster. Mm hmm. And it's really fucking interesting. It's people just getting all nostalgic about like video stores in general and like all that fun stuff. And then that made me think about this show, this podcast, because one of the people that they had speaking on that doc was uh fucking Diane Court from Say Anything. I I never know how to pronounce that fucking. (laughs) I I never know how to pronounce that actor's name, but Ion Sky. I don't know, but we're gonna stick with Diane. Like, I don't know how to say her name in real life outside of Diane Court. But Diane oh, Court. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't Ion know. Sky. Yeah, yeah, Ion yeah. Sky. Ion uh, Sky. Which I was like, ooh, that sounds mysterious. But Ion <laughs> Sky, um, she was in the dock, and I was like, oh, for Cusack. I was like, Cusack. I was like, ah, oh, everything's connected. And then I was like, oh. And that made me think of, like, this season in particular for Cusack to the future. Or I was like, fucking we're talking about high fidelity and rob i think would be one of those dudes because he is very much into fucking still believing in physical media like records and stuff so i was like and i made that connection of just physical media and like do you still buy blu-rays and like you buy records and stuff but do you still buy blu-rays grace
0: i've never bought a blu-ray dvds no
2: Okay, because I still buy Blu-rays occasionally. I, like we talked about, we still still buy records. So that got me thinking for this week's top five, like what are, what are f- fucking top five things we miss that aren't really a thing anymore or not really a thing right now because of COVID? Um, so that's our top five this week. What do we miss? What are we nostalgic about? Because that's one thing I feel like is a very Rob thing for High Fidelity. He's very nostalgic <laughs> and he really romanticizes things uh from his past so Mm -hmm. what is your top five great five top five race what are five things that you miss um
0: i think everything completely changed as we were talking earlier but like um i really was going to a library i used to go to libraries all the time Mm -hmm. and just like look at new books take out a bunch of books look at the like look at the library sales, like I used to get really good, like one dollar records there, comic books, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So going to a library and have and and just kind of, I used to do a lot of work in the library too. Cause like the majority of places that I have lived, it's basically like my room and that's it. Like everywhere else, like the common area is not really like a spacious place to like work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or like there isn't a common area or you know, I want, like, reliable internet or something. So I, I kind of just miss being in a library. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, the library system in San Francisco is pick up and drop off, but only during certain hours. So I've literally had, like, five books that I um, rented before the pandemic, and I've still had them for a year. Mm. <laughs> and so I just, I kind of just miss being in a library or going to a library. Yeah. Um, It's really weird, but I miss teaching in a classroom, even though, like, I'm transitioning out of teaching. Mm -hmm. I like... I liked teaching in a classroom better than teaching on Zoom.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, you know... And this... Again, like, this is the... uh, This semester, I, you know, I, I tried teaching with zoom last semester i tried doing it asynchronous where i was like here's all the stuff and i just realized like i don't like on the online setting at all mm-hmm. even though i'm and now as an online student in grad school like for me it's the worst <laughs> and i've taken online classes before but at the same time just like i really 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 am not a fan of distance learning
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and that's just my that's just me like some people really like distance learning i am not a fan of it yeah. And I was also like, I just miss, even though I didn't always know all the students, like I recognize faces, mm-hmm. but like with zoom, like I don't require them to turn on their cameras. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I just, me in general, like I understand like, you know, sometimes that you don't want the camera on yeah, or like, some days some... are
2: harder and you don't want to have, look a certain way or you just wanna not have people yeah. look at you, you know.
0: And it's also like it's a lot I don't I understand like a lot of people are like you have to dress up, you have to do all these things, you have to be a whatever, whatever, even when you're in a Zoom. But at the same time I'm just like, you know what? Like it's the fucking pandemic. I'm not gonna make them try to look like a presentable person when they're like crammed in the corner of their bedroom like I am. Yeah. Like I will do that. That is fine. But yeah. I don't want to make the students do that. And so that's also another thing of just like, it's, and I talked to my sister who's also a professor at UCLA and she's just like, Oh, I thought we were just all like, cool. You're here. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. Like I don't need anything else. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um. I really miss birthday dinners. Yeah. I, I don't know if I miss eating inside. Mm hmm. Um, i definitely do i think i do in the sense of like whenever i eat at home it's always in my room and my room is like you know basically storage place with a bed mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's really hard when like brock and i eat together here mm-hmm. um eating outside is fine i don't know you don't like eating-, eating outside like else i mean outside dining is available just like
2: going to a new okay. restaurant and then like looking I mean, around yeah, and watching like other yes people. and no
0: i don't know because like after this would i be comfortable eating inside again yeah like so I, gotta thing, of, I gotta think i gotta
1: think
2: about that to what i was saying earlier where like i'm very much excited to go out again and eat in restaurants not mm-hmm. just because, like, I miss that aspect. Like, I like I think eating in restaurants is, like, a big thing because, like, the food's fresher. You get to take in the fucking, the look and the vibe of the restaurants. But also, there's going to be so many fucking awkward dates happening at restaurants.
0: I, <laughs> I do remember us always, like, going somewhere and being like, oh, they're on a bad day.
2: Yeah, I was like, look at them. Yeah. You not know what to do Yeah, with yeah.
0: Him. No, okay, people watching aspect. Yeah. I think, I, d- I mean, I do miss. Just not eating at my house,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. Eating inside is gonna be something for me to get used to again. But it, I, it's just something, whatever, right? But I think it's like the birthday dinners that I miss because we were doing like, oh, everyone's having a birthday dinner. We're going all to a bar. We're all doing something, right? Like that birthday you had at um the fuck is it called
2: Coin Up before I left
0: Coin Up, but also um, Tiose yeah i was gonna say koji's do you say was super fun when we walked to the beach oh
2: yeah like it's fun
0: like stuff like that right and then for my birthday like we went to the A's game yeah and we went to a bar like all those things of like i just kind of i think it's just i miss birthday celebrations yeah yeah. Yeah. because it's just like oh after a year of like birthday on zoom birthdays i hate it
2: last year we celebrated a few zoom birthdays like our like yours included i had one and at Mm -hmm. first it's like cool i'm glad we got to celebrate these people like everyone's birthdays people i care about We we had we still had time to celebrate and see each other even if it was through zoom but i'm like with that said i'm pretty i'm pretty glad that we we didn't do that this year because we see the end of it so we're like all right let's fucking save it and we'll celebrate in real life you know
0: yeah. Like I don't want a Zim birthday. Um, like yeah, I do I am down to to like see if people want to go to the beach and and do like a six six feet apart type yeah. of circle. But <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know, I just miss I miss birthdays, birthday yeah. dinners and birthday things. Um Yeah. And then We talk about all the time, and I I feel like this is, like, my number one, but, like, cons and toy fairs. Mm -hmm. um, I'm getting a bunch of emails from artists now that are, like, oh, here's our WonderCon drops. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, oh, shit, WonderCon. And, again, WonderCon was, like, my – is my con. That's Mm -hmm. my baby. And, like, for it to be, like, passing by, I'm, like, oh. (laughs) So I feel like that. Like, I do – even though, like – cons are stressful within itself like the online drops are so much worse yeah like
2: yeah <laughs>
0: because from the, from the man who documents like his his experiences with online drops I've,
2: I've i've done that once and i was just like no this is fucking stressful
0: because <laughs> <laughs> i had a i tried to get an online drop on thursday and i was like this is the worst like what
2: did you try to get
0: it's a through my through one of my artists and she had like some new art pieces mm-hmm. and I was like obviously I know it's going to be harder for me to get
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it's just like I got on I was 30 seconds late and she was sold out
2: god damn it
0: because I was spamming refresh yeah and I was like well there that goes you know yeah and I was like I'd rather feel that der- that rejection in person <laughs> yeah because-
2: at least if you fail at a con, you move like three feet and then you're like, oh, there's more awesome shit, you know? Yeah. You're like, here's something to make me feel better immediately as opposed to failing online. You're like, well, internet, what do you got? And the internet's like, well, fucking, <laughs> what do you want?
0: <laughs> yeah, and so I, I feel like it's that too. And yeah. I was just like, Wah! Yeah. <laughs> so I think, and it's also just like, I miss seeing toys in person. because. Mm-hmm. And what, like an hour before we started, we hit record, we were just sending toys back and forth and just laughing at like the horribleness, of how it looked in the picture. Yeah. And I, rem- I remember seeing the that like Chibi Crow figurine. Yeah. The picture of it is terrifying. It's sort of cute in person because I saw it at the swamp meet. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, I'm still terrified to have this in my room
2: if anyone And it's like
0: anything, it's so it's, different. It's
2: still an audio only podcast for now. <laughs> um but one day this will be a video pod no, I'm not going to say that because I'm very late. No. But um <laughs> for people who want to see what this terrifying crow figure is, look up Mezco Living Dead Doll the Crow. You're yeah. welcome. Also, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is for sure a doll that like walks. Yeah. That walks the hallways at 3 a.m. Yeah, that this is for sure.
2: Claimed at least four people's souls. It's terrifying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I
0: think, so I think that too. I'm just like, oh, I miss seeing the doll in person. Because we were like, oh, the, the pictures look really creepy, but it's also the way it's posed. Yeah. But when I saw it in person, I was like, nope, still terrifying. <laughs> yeah. See,
2: and that's the thing. The, those are the little things that we won't be able to get from like, even if like, LA Con there's they're doing a digital convention later this year. But there's still still things that's missing from like the digital experience. You know, we were just like we like like we mentioned, we failed getting one thing and then we we'll see a ridiculous thing that immediately cheers us up, you know. And then yeah. there's so much more going on that we just don't get from the digital experience. Yeah. So
0: that's but, how I felt. I was like, oh that's okay. one thing
2: that I really thought about this year, like at any time, if you'd have told me, hey, you're going to be in your like your fucking fortress for a year and you just you buy a bunch of fucking shit and you stay at home. You don't really have to see anybody like my initial reaction would be like, awesome. This is great. When does this happen? Fucking like, 13 <laughs> months in, I'm just like, I want to fucking I'm going to fucking talk to a human being who I don't really know. I want to talk to someone, you know? and not just be like excuse me do you know do you have this item in stock i have the d p c i number i just want to have a go- <laughs> John i swear to god please stop
0: coming back we don't have it well, it's not here yet man we told you calm the fuck down just wait <laughs> all right
2: but, you know it's little things like that we're like oh man i i you telling me i get to li- live like the people from fucking wally i just sit in my hover chair and i get to do all things online what do you mean it's going to be terrible i don't believe it's- you 13 months later I'm like it is terrible
0: it's the worst yeah yeah Yeah. so that's my top 5 I think those are the things that immediately come to my head because mm-hmm. other things I'm like eh, I still sort of do that mm-hmm. kinda yeah you know and I'm like oh it's still sort of possible it just has a lot of like planning out to do mm-hmm. like yeah
2: it's just not what it is what it was for now yeah, can come back.
0: Yeah. And I think for me, it's like, yes, like most of it is COVID related. Mm-hmm. Did I say going to LA? I didn't, right? I only said four.
2: I lost count. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I think what I used to do, and this, this is what I miss just in general, is just like being able to just go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's in and I stopped going places before COVID stopped because like money wise or whatever, but like I remember just especially in like high school and college when Mm -hmm. I got the car of just kinda leaving a note for my parents, gonna visit so and so over the weekend, see you on Monday. Yeah. And just driving to like San Luis Obispo or like driving to LA. Mm -hmm. Like I think I just miss like long road trips that I was able to do. Yeah. Like the last road trip that I've done was probably up to Seattle.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And then I was like, I don't, part of it is because I think my car is sort of on the edge, Mm -hmm. but I will, I will drive it everywhere until it completely collapses.
1: Yeah.
0: But I'm also like, if I get stuck,
2: In the middle (laughs) of nowhere. Yeah,
0: then I get stuck in the middle of nowhere. So I think it's also like a little bit of. I think I just miss driving. I I
2: don't. I hate driving, like in the city or like, just like short drives. But I love long drives. I love like I love visiting my my family and cousins in Sac. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
2: Last year when I went to San Diego, and it confused the hell out of Grace. I love the fucking (laughs) long drive. You drove. I drove. I rented a car and I just fucking I drove straight to San Diego and I was fucking exhausted, but I had a good time. Um, And it's something very calming and peaceful of just like just go, you know. Like I'm bad with directions and fucking navigation, so like you just tell me like we're going straight for three hours. I'll tell you where we're going next. It's way less stressful as opposed to you can turn left here only except tuesdays and thursdays only in the third lane though so watch out but also you know like there's so much shit going on that's why i hate driving i'm just like just give me the fucking open road and let's go
0: yeah yeah i think that's one of the biggest things i have missed. and i think i think it's also just like haven't really taken a rather big road trip in a while yeah so
2: let's get the con team together again let's assemble we'll go to (laughs) vegas you can get your tattoo i'll go to all the (laughs) toy stores and then our friends can do Vegas things. Yeah.
0: Let's yeah. go. Well, was that your five? Was that five? I think
2: that's my five. Yeah. Okay. What's yours? Uh, mine, uh, after watching the last blockbuster, I really do genuinely miss video stores. I loved uh, just getting lost in a blockbuster. Uh, there was a blockbuster really close to my high school. So every time I'd get out of school, my dad wasn't able to pick me up until four. So I just kind of kind of hang out with my friends after school. And then when they would get picked up, I'd walk over to Blockbuster and I just fucking wander f- until my dad picked me up.
0: Mm-hmm. And then he
2: he'd like, uh, and that's like at the mo like when I was consuming the most movies in my life, where every night at le- like I was watching at least one movie. Um, I was trying new things, and it's I don't know, there's something very different about like streaming every movie that's known to man, or going to a particular Blockbuster and being forced to like just choose from what they have you know mm-hmm. something way different because you go into a blockbuster you're like i have a mission i have to walk out of here with a dvd mm-hmm. you know and you pick one and you're like i'll give this a chance fucking netflix you have everything and you're just like no no no
0: well remember netflix sort of started out like that too of like
2: oh you mail dvds yeah yeah
0: yeah and then when it was streaming everyone was like this is a horrible idea and now like everything's streamed yeah and i think it's it's the idea of like paralysis of choice. Mm-hmm. I haven't honestly, since the pandemic started, I haven't watched anything on Netflix mm-hmm. or anything on Prime, yeah, or yeah. like any of the other streaming things we've gotten. Because I'm mm-hmm. just like I don't.
2: Aside from Wandavision,
0: yeah, but that was episodic.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, and that was that was also like an event for me and my roommates to watch at like 1230 at night, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like it wasn't like, Oh, binge watch all the episodes of friends, which, you know, I'm like,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. I'm nervous about that. So I think I, yeah,
2: I, I, yeah, Yeah. I get that. So I I miss video stores. um, Just for nostalgia reasons. Uh, Mm -hmm. I miss bars you know like you have a rough fucking <laughs> you have a rough fucking day It's like ah I'm going to the fucking bar and then you go to a bar yeah it's a little bit sad drinking by yourself or just being all fucking bummed out and sad sitting in the bar um, that's Dude, look- Like that's my favorite thing people are like oh that's so sad and I'm like no it's not you know what's sad me fucking drinking a fucking three cans of margaritas in my room canned margaritas in my room <laughs>
0: I, I do miss day drinking.
2: Yeah, day drinking is the
0: best. Dude, like, yeah.
2: So, I, Especially
0: I just, with all the bars on, like, 6th Street and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. I miss fucking yeah. bars so much.
0: Because <laughs> uh. I remember going into this bar and just, like, there was no one in there. And I was like, I'm just going to have a couple of beers before I head into Piddleston. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon rehearsals at, like, 6. So, I'm like, eh.
2: Yeah it's great i love this, it there was a part
0: Stay drinking
2: there was a point um a few years ago uh when i was going through my last breakup i would leave work at like four and then i'd go to the same bar that i i, I usually go to that's pretty close to my work and i was there so regularly and it would be, always be the same bartenders and i always order the same fucking beer that eventually my fucking drink just started showing up right when i walked in they're like hey john I put a fucking racer five and a fucking small glass of whiskey for me. I'm like, this this is fucking amazing. And also right. I told I was like, that's fucking amazing. And then I tell anyone else that story, like, you fucking drink too much.
0: <laughs> dude, no. When you say things like that, it reminds me of like cheers of like where everybody knows, knows your, your name. name. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I've always wanted that. I always wanted to just walk into a place and everyone would be like, great. Yeah.
2: I've always like, wanted that. Yes.
0: Gimme my fucking signature ass drink, which is, you know, I don't know what it would be. Yeah. But it would be like, yes. Cause yeah, I love that idea. I love it. I also,
2: like, after that when I was like, Oh, people fucking know me here. I've tried like going back to that bar with friends oh. to be like, Oh, see I have friend like bartender knows me. <laughs> they fucking think I'm cool. They know my drink. Every but every time I go there with friends I'm always someone else i get very fucking grumpy like they're not here and then my people mm-hmm. like, oh yeah because you have friends john yeah there's they just they're not here huh i'm like shut up <laughs>
1: <laughs> they exist
0: <laughs> i love that see i think that's the thing is like maybe like the bar experience when we come back it's gonna be like i i want that like i miss tempest mm-hmm just walking into Tempest and trying to like cram into the corner. <laughs>
1: yeah. It was
0: the
2: fucking, the battle to get a table. <laughs> yeah. So, little things like that. Um, I miss. So bars. I miss bars, uh, cons. Like you said, mm-hmm. I really miss cons. I miss traveling. Um, I just want to be out there. Fucking experience. Go back to fucking Asia. Eat different yeah. stuff. Be
0: I think, yeah, the destinations for sure. But, like, the few times that I've traveled in the pandemic, I'm like, fuck it, I still hate flying.
2: <laughs> I love flying. I love packing for things. Ugh. I love the, the, the fucking the process I go through in my head before I travel. I watch all the vlogs of other fucking people going there. I try and plan as much. Like, it's the most organized fucking aspect of my life is where I'm like, I'm going to San Diego. And I have this fucking notebook where I, I build upon every year of, like, things that I pack, things like to-do lists restaurants that i want to go to it's like the most organized aspect of my life is traveling so like so often when i, I travel with people like i'll plan this people are like you sure man you're kind of a fucking mess i'm like i got this so don't worry and you then know,
0: like, you're the only person i want to plan my shit when <laughs> i went to minnesota we had talked about it we had talked about how like oh i was trying to pack and do all these things and i got to my, i should have just thought it out more because i went to my brother's place and i was just like i don't have any fucking toiletries and neither does my brother great awesome the job what the fuck <laughs> so i love i see that's the part i love about like traveling with you is just like we have excel sheets of yeah. like excel sheets on the excel sheets of what we're gonna do of places to go and all this stuff and they're like this is amazing yeah. you're a travel agent i'm <laughs> like you're like i just want a burger and you're like here's 20 places to go
2: yeah like why like people that sad like my fucking comic con spreadsheets are lit like fucking amazing. because i'm like all right here are the fucking venues we can or, or like organize this by fucking distance to the hotel distance to the con by rating uh, places that I've been to places that I want to go to uh, (laughs) spreadsheet for information about our hotel, the shuttle times. Uh, This is the the exclusives that everyone wants. That was
0: my favorite part Yeah. of like, Oh, what do you guys want? And like, I don't think, most of the other people understood it as much as you and me and i was like here's my list help me get these things and
2: i did i color coordinated it to see which one was green was things i got already which one was red purple was people are iffy about it so you don't have to rush to get that and then every night i checked and was like did you get this yet no yes all right move down the list so yeah
0: like me and you were very serious about it and everyone's like eh, you know
2: yeah I remember there. No, was, there, was there was parts the where afternoon. like I was not at
0: the con and you were at the con. You're like, "Hey, I got you your stuff," and I would see it in real time, yeah. just be crossed off in the Excel sheet, and I'm like, "Yes."
2: Yeah. <laughs> there was one day where I was just like, I I get back to the hotel. I was like, "All right, hello everyone. Grace, here's your Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> here's your Turtle set. Uh, yep. Here's your Harry Potter wand. Here's that art print you were looking for. And for you, uh, I couldn't find it, but here's a fruit pa- fruit snack." <laughs>
0: like santa when like yeah. you went to preview night we were like yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck <laughs> it was amazing i was like this guy's awesome and yeah. you were doing that even before we went to the con with you because you yeah. did that like the con before yeah for me we were like yeah direct messaging you know I'm just like hey you wanted this right okay cool i'm gonna go get it and i'm like yeah. you ended up getting like four things for me and i was yeah. like yes
1: yeah. yes <laughs>
0: so
2: uh i miss cons but yeah i i I miss cons i miss traveling i miss preparing for traveling i miss preparing for cons um i miss movie theaters um it's always that fucking that great thing uh before a movie starts and just eating all the snacks but not eating too much of the snacks uh waiting for the movie to start and then you watch the movie and then just leaving the theater and then just kind of fucking digesting both
1: mm-hmm.
2: all of the calories you've eaten and all of the fucking storytelling you've just watched uh i was uh, fucking i really miss that
0: yeah i think uh, i'm movie theaters i'm like okay cool i think what i really miss is the midnight releases yeah because i used to go to those like over at the metreon yeah like straight up like i would go to those all the time and i was like it's a different feel when we would like Watch like the first thing people will be clapping and crying and like cheering. Yeah, like, I I liked that dynamic of like the movie movie premiere that way.
2: Mm-hmm. This is a different energy for people. Who are like you know what, it's Thursday. It's midnight. But I'm going to go here because I, I love this thing so much. You know, it's usually yeah. the best crowd to watch it with because they could be doing a billion other things right now. But they chose to be in that theater to watch this yeah. fucking movie uh, at first dibs. So it's usually people who want to be there as opposed to you yeah. watch it any other time. People are just fucking being loud and you can't really enjoy the movie. So
0: what was the last movie experience we had before Tenant?
2: I was going to say Tenant
0: <laughs> Before Tenet, what was before your last? Tenet?
2: Last one I saw before that was fucking uh, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Yeah, I saw that for Valentine's Day two years last year. I saw it with my girlfriend, and then we went with Mark and Russell.
0: Oh, that's right.
2: Yeah. So we saw. saw I'm trying to
0: remember what's the last movie I saw with Barack. Honestly, the only thing that's coming to mind is like when we saw Aladdin with his friend. And I don't even remember when Aladdin came out. I'm, I know that we saw other movies than that, but I honestly cannot remember. I think remember.
2: that was 2019. Because that when was did... still fairly new the year I went to Asia. Because I remember seeing it on the plane. I was like, oh, here it is. I still didn't watch it, but it was there. I was like, oh, it's fucking here. It's new. So I think it was 2019. Early 2019.
0: We had to have watched something after that then, though
2: yeah because i'm like like yeah i remember y'all talking about aladdin but that can't be the last fucking movie y'all seen
0: no brock is one of those people who will watch the movie on a monday afternoon
2: just for like silence or just for
0: silence mm. he's very much like i need to watch my movie
2: so he doesn't he like he doesn't care that it's, like, a midnight screening and then, like, people are cheering at the moments that they're supposed to. He's just like, nah, y'all gotta be quiet now.
0: Yeah, he's a Monday matinee kind of person. Mm, like, he girl. he doesn't like the crowd. He wants to be able to focus on the movie. Tenet stressed him out so much because we were yelling at the screen. Yeah. At one like, point, I
2: just fucking stood up. I was like, anyone got candy still? <laughs>
0: Well, remember we were all trading things yeah we were like standing up a few of us left and came back after 30 minutes yeah
2: i went like... to get a beer finished my beer i finished my beer i was like i should stop drinking because i'm driving so i fucking i just walked out into the lobby and people were like where are you going like someone was coming in he's like what are you doing i was like nothing i just want to be there right now
0: like yeah i think i stood up the last 30 minutes of the movie because i was just like i uh, i was like dancing in the aisle i was so bored. yeah yeah but after that experience like brock straight up was like i never want to watch a movie with you guys again <laughs> sorry man he was so like god damn it shut up yeah do you
2: understand what fucking batman's saying <laughs>
0: But it's not in my head, and I understand, but in my head, I'm like, you wouldn't have understood it even if he went quietly. Like, everyone was just... Yeah. Whatever.
2: Yeah. That movie is that movie.
0: (laughs) But Um, your movie experience, and then, is that...
2: That's number... Well, I don't know if cons and traveling is the same thing. I'll just say they're separate um One thing I really do miss is fucking. As a kid, I would just eat like fucking everything. I still do. I I feel it now. Like before, I'd be like fucking. I'd have have my own fucking personal mukbang without a camera (laughs) or an audience. (laughs) I would just eat all the fucking food, and I'd be like, "That's called Thursday, everyone." I still do that every so often, but now I'm just like, "Ooh, I need it." We feel the effects. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, I feel my body's like, all right, we're slowing down the metabolism. You can't keep doing this. I'm like, all right. And I keep doing it. My body's like, all right, you know what? You need to take a nap for two days now. (laughs) I'm like, okay. I slip into a mini coma and I wake up. I was like, no, I'm really hungry. Let's go back to McDonald's. Body's like, no, that's not what this was for.
0: Whenever we do the the 20-piece nuggets, dude, it hurts. It hurts us now. It hurts us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The last McDonald's order I had was 20-piece nuggets. I got a a uh, double quarter pounder, and then in DoorDash they had this option where you could add an extra f- patty. So it was, I don't even Ooh. know what the fucking math for that is. So like, if it's a double quarter pounder with an extra patty, I don't know the weight of everything, but so there, I got that large fries, large drink, apple pie, and they gave me a free crispy chicken sandwich. And I tried to eat all of it in one sitting, and then I. was just like... And I was like, "This is a good death." <laughs>
0: John, that's like for four people. Yeah,
2: not for me. That's called <laughs> that's called a light lunch.
0: God, uh, the last but I do you...
2: I do miss eating all that, and then not being like, you know what, I should not yeah. eat for four days to balance out my caloric intake.
0: <laughs> well, before we started recording, I was like, I are these pandemic things, or is it like I miss being able to jump rope for more than two minutes? <laughs>
2: I threw this last one in because I didn't want it to be exclusively pandemic things. Because, yeah, like, pandemic will, hopefully everything will come back to to normal. Um, hopefully. But there are other <laughs> stuff that we miss, too. But. Yeah.
0: It was just like, I miss drinking like an undergrad and then, like, not getting sleep and drinking the whole bottle and then taking a test the next morning. <laughs> That's what I miss, John. <laughs> we all have a- <laughs>
2: We all have different issues. <laughs> we all You're long for like, different things. I miss things. my
0: metabolism from being a child. It's like, yeah, well I miss having balance on a the bike. What's
2: the <laughs> there are other things that are like also revolving food, but then it doesn't make me seem that much like it also it's equally ridiculous but like it also makes me sound like bafflingly old and very very cheap where I'm just like you know what I miss I miss the days when I go into McDonald's I'd be like can I get extra barbecue sauce please and they're like okay now they charge me a quarter (laughs) that's bullshit (laughs) (laughs) these are the things that I've heard. with
0: (laughs) this is starting to sound old it's like I miss being able to eat dairy (laughs) yeah
2: you remember when gum used to cost a quarter? Now it's thirty cents. That's bullshit.
0: I miss when gas was under a dollar. <laughs> yeah. It's just us growing older and be like, I miss the good cartoons, the shit you have today. This is
2: this is what this podcast has become. It's just us showing <laughs> How old, we are. how old we are, and how confused we're getting. We're just like, what, what day is it? I don't know. But they used to charge twenty five cents for gum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how all these young people are meeting and dating now. <laughs> that seems unsafe. This What's seems this like, like, like a problem. <laughs> like,
1: oh like John, we're boomers.
2: Oh man,
0: we're boomers.
2: I, I don't. I don't think so. I just think we're very observant people.
0: I miss when stamps were only fifteen cents. Why do we have accents all of a sudden? It's my portable coming out. That's how everyone in portable talks. Swear to God. Oh
2: God, like I remember when Marvel Legends used to cost nineteen ninety nine. Now they're twenty two ninety.
1: It went up three dollars.
2: Yes. Yeah. You know, this is the shit that i think about
0: <laughs> this is what we miss yeah. our nostalgia
2: I've, like now that i think about it i had a, i've thought about a lot of different shit throughout throughout this week thinking about justice league thinking about what toys to buy thinking how awkward people are going to be after covid <laughs> dating breaking up oh my god <laughs> blockbusters all this shit <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm uh we're towards the end of the pandemic hopefully and there's little things that i'm excited for um going back to normal things that will probably roll over you know but little things like we talked about just like being able to leave the house because there was a stretch of uh time this week where it, it's you know like we've we've been doing this for a year but it it it's that thing where you want to be productive but we are in the middle of a pandemic and you yeah. want to take those like those self-care like you want to practice self-care and take care of yourself some days but then there's that thing where like i want to do something be productive but some days you just can't you know yeah. so and those are the days where i was like
1: hmm how are people <laughs>
2: gonna do it how are people gonna date now
0: you kind of wonder
2: yeah you wonder and you you think of the more ridiculous shit as opposed to thinking of the shit that you you fucking stressing you out at the current moment yeah so Um, so yeah, spent a lot of time just with nostalgia and romanticizing the past, much like a character we know from a film, High Fidelity. We're talking about Rob today, everyone.
0: There it is, folks, an hour and eight minutes in. We're actually (laughs) going to talk about the true content of this podcast, which is Rob Gordon of High Fidelity fame. I swear to God, I
2: forgot his name was Rob Gordon.
0: How do we feel about Rob Gordon?
2: Um, In what regard?
0: (laughs) Just in any.
2: I... Mm. (laughs) I think Rob is a a very complicated character. Um, There are a lot of things that I relate with uh, for that character, unfortunately. Um, But how how do you feel about Rob, Grace? Because I'm still kind of deciphering and understanding... How I feel about Rob. Yes, I we've talked about this movie. I had to look at the title. What fucking title is this? Nine, <laughs> nine episodes in. I've yeah, seen this movie countless, in. countless times, but I I just it's still he's one of those characters you're just really hard to fucking figure out sometimes.
1: Yeah. We're, well,
2: you're like, we, we love him, but also he's kind of an ass. Like we say that every episode. Like, yeah, he Rob, he's, kind of he's
0: a bit of a jerk. He's yeah. definitely, you know, like fuck boy tendencies. We see all these things he's very like elitist about his music Mm -hmm. you know like we can list every bad thing about him like he's just he's one of those people who like shit number one shit revolves around me and everything bad happens to me like the whole the whole thing of him like doing the breakup tour Mm -hmm. was to make sure that he He was better yeah he felt better like he was just like, oh, it's not because of me. It's because of these things. And I think that's one of the things of like, oh, going through is just like, oh, maybe it is a little bit of me. You know?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Because... Because,
0: and and like, we, you know, like, one of the things we always kind of see, we, like, everything in every movie is always either going to be compared to High Fidelity or Say Anything. And if we're comparing Lloyd Dobler and Rob Gordon, like, they're no like they're so far apart from each other right like in like, in the in the keysac whatever universe the C- they, the C- universe yeah there's no i don't see a connection there i do because rob, how so
2: lloyd is the person early on and then robin uh, rob robin uh, so hold on I'm rob sorry. Rob Gordon. (laughs) Lloyd is early on. Rob is the dude with a lot more mileage after all these relationships who... Alternate universe, alternate routes. Fucking... He misread a lot of things, and... Boy, it got rough. Yeah,
0: it it definitely... Like, you... Them within their spaces definitely feel so far apart, mm-hmm. but you definitely see like this dis- disillusioned Ro- uh, Lloyd in Rob. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's just as aimless and just as uncertain about the future and just all these things, right? Yeah. Like, you know, Lloyd did that whole thing about not wanting to sell anything or buy anything or process anything, a career. Mm-hmm. But then you have Rob who is buying and selling records. Yeah. Yeah. You and he he's
2: not quite sure how he ended up there. He just took one bad breakup and he's like, "Well, I guess this is what I do now. I guess yeah. I do buy and sell records, you
1: know." And
0: it, he's not even super passionate about that because the record store is in the, the in in a place chosenly in a place that doesn't get a lot of business. <laughs> he he chose the location to make sure no one's going to come. With in.
2: The least amount of foot traffic. I think that's kind of yeah. his his elitist <laughs> mentality though. He's like, "We have the best shit so for people who really appreciate and know what they're looking for they will seek us out it's like a fucking journey or a pilgrimage for these people and that's like Mm -hmm. how that's how he sees it so i think that's part of his being like oh if they they, if they really want it they can get it
0: Mm -hmm. i think the thing of rob and and the thing of like these like breaking the fourth fall fourth wall confessional things is that he because like in most breakups or, like, breakup movies, it's, like, haha comedy, blah, 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 how they find their new person. Mm-hmm. But, like, with this one, like, he's, like, really evaluating and trying to grow from each relationship and trying to see, like, his flaws in it. But also, like, he's directly explaining himself to mm-hmm. us, the audience.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's kind of a thing of, like, how do you judge a per- You know, are we supposed to judge him? Are I we don't... supposed to root for him? Are we supposed to? And I think that's why. I think why we're just I-
2: supposed to listen. You know, yeah, I, which I think it's a great thing because from Rob to the audience, for wh- however way they're presenting that, but just what he tells us and how vulnerable he is to the audience, mm-hmm. he's more vulnerable and more honest with us, the audience, than any character in the movie. You know, Absolutely. he's connecting with us, and that's why we're like, "Oh shit, you're kind of an asshole, Rob," but I get you. You know, especially for myself. I'm like, I am fucking aimless. I am pretty grumpy, you know. (laughs) On on my best day, I wish I was Lloyd Dobler. But I could probably most often be seen as a fucking Rob.
0: (laughs) I think one of the things is like you know we're going through this this tour with him and we're seeing like oh he hasn't changed from these relationships Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's learned nothing and i think that's the funniest part of it of like here's this grown-ass man reevaluating the most significant breakups he've had who all revolve around someone leaving him for someone else Mm -hmm. right so there's a thing there that we've already kind of touched upon but it's also like whoa, you are still that kid in junior high.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You are still that person in your first relationship. And there's, you know, there's there's things of like, you are ultimately like becoming more of yourself as you grow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And it's like, oh, how does Rob change until Laura? And I think what works so well for Rob is that you see him change, but you see him struggle with that change of like, You know, when he makes the mixtape and he's just like, why am I still doing this? Yeah. You know, like, why am I still looking for the shiniest object in the room? Yeah. Right. And I think, like, the, the thing with Rob is just, like, it's this. It's something about, like, how he is so connected to this idea of, like, the music and, like, how the music shapes him. And we have to kind of see these things of like, oh, like the soundtrack throughout the movie moves with each person,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right? And I think that's really, you kind of see like, when he's talking about trying to do his autobiographical re-shelving of his records, Mm -hmm. like some of it, you know, is because he was with Charlie or because he was with... Um, Sarah or because you know like the sad music was when he was with Sarah the the punk music that he didn't really connect with was with you know like it was all these weird things and like you kind of see how interesting he gets with each each passing moment because of his the music that comes throughout the movie but also like how the music is instantly tied to a relationship yeah right because it and it goes back to that opening thing of like you know am i listening to music because i'm sad or am i sad because i'm listening to this type of music and i'm just like oh yeah you kind of and i you know you go through you go through the the soundtrack and you're like damn
2: with that so with that said grace do you do you have a sad playlist where you're like, I'm gonna like when I'm feeling sad or where um, I'm going through a breakup. You you have songs,
0: yeah. So there are certain songs that are linked to certain things, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> there's an album that Pink came out with that is very much tied to a breakup I had in like 2000, whenever the fuck it came out. <laughs> but I played that constantly. That my roommates were like, Grace, you need to stop. <laughs>
2: Reminds me of that scene from The Office where Michael broke up with someone, and he's just playing fucking James Blunt's "You're Beautiful" over and over. (laughs) But he didn't buy the song; he just had the sample. (laughs) But I, I do have like a sad breakup playlist, and it's, it's a playlist that I've been fucking working on ever since I've made playlists, like since high school. I think like I was just fucking. Add fucking random sad songs to it, and then when fucking I would go through a breakup or something with someone I was seeing, I'd be like sad playlist time, and then I'd be like, oh, I remember this part, I remember this part, and then now we're here, you Mm -hmm. know. And then even days where I like I play it, and I it's those same fucking songs, but I put it in like shuffle or something, I still know instantly. I was like, this is this song got added because of that. This song is here because of that part, you know. So it's it's it just shows the power of musics and like, and that's coming from me who doesn't have a very strong relationship with music like we've established before. So for Rob, I just imagine how much this dude fucking feels every time he hears certain songs, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. So. I, um, I, okay. So like back in my space days, <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: I remember the, the, The breakup i was going through when i moved to san francisco and i in a in a like myspace poster i don't even fucking remember like i it was pink who knew as my song and then i had written a thing of like it was like um my i forgot what it was called it was just like my miss i the the post was like so emo it was like my miss you soundtrack or something and i wrote all these sad songs Mm -hmm. and then my friend like posted or commented back. It was like, bitch, nah, you need to start with this song first. And it was like <laughs> to the left from Beyonce. And I was yeah. like, Oh God. And she was just like, you don't, you don't do. She she was just going off and of like, you don't get to feel this way about this stupid ass, whatever, whatever. And she was just like, here, here are the songs that you should be playing. She wrote out this list. And then I was like, all right, fine. And, yeah that relationship I was like really like really heartbroken and so like this empowerment bullshit isn't going to help me Mm -hmm. the relationship after that though I tried to listen to sad songs i was like nah fuck this I hate you so much right now but Kelly's like we're gonna do this it was just like so I definitely do have like soundtracks to those specific breakup moments of like yeah I I anytime I hear the song I immediately think of that time yeah Mm -hmm. but at this you know at the same time there were other songs where i was just like
2: <laughs> yeah different levels of sad different moods different levels
0: bad. of anger different yeah. you know different levels of whatever but i think yeah yeah I, I i definitely do have those soundtracks and i've you know i've written them down i've burned them on cds i put them on my ipod when i had an ipod like all of those things are still existing mm-hmm. yeah and like sometimes I'll be like, oh yeah, remember when I used to date this person? And then I'd play the soundtrack, yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I think uh, in in connection to that, in terms of like soundtracks, like I always also kind of think of that movie. Oh oh no! Like Cat Dennings in it. It was about New oh, York with
2: Michael Sarah.
0: Yeah, Nicki Noris.
2: Nick yeah.
0: Infinite playlist, which yeah. the movie and the book are completely different. But I yeah.
2: I found out that was a book. I was like, I don't I imagine this being very different.
0: Oh, it's absolutely different. Yeah. But it was it's like the movie is very cute and mm-hmm. I think I watched it again as an you know, as an older adult and I was just like, Oh, okay. But like the fact that like his character was constantly making you know, mixtapes as well. Mm-hmm you know and how in in that movie they said who still makes Mm (laughs) mixtapes or 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 like cd compilations and i was just like oh man i feel old (laughs) (laughs) but it's like that idea of like yeah i still make mixtapes i still do these things i haven't made some in a very long time because my equipment is either broken at bindle stiff or like in some type of a box in my room but Mm -hmm. i i do feel like i have I do feel like I do miss my Mm mixtapes
1: because
0: I used to make one for like every road trip. I used to make one for like any time I had to go on a plane. Like it was just, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I think I missed that part.
2: I've never given a mixtape to anyone before. Really? Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. Like there's something terrifying about like fucking, I think that's a very personal thing. And because I don't know too much about it, I just, you know, I just don't feel like I have that much to to share with people in regards to music. So mm. I don't know. It's always very stressful to me, even when I'm like, say, driving someone's car and they're like, "You want the aux cable?" And I'm like, "No, I don't. Please get that away from me." Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, like, what do I was like, what am I? What you guys want to listen to the fucking Cantina's track from fucking Star Wars?
0: I think I did put that on a mixtape once for my friend in high school.
2: I did definitely.
0: But I think for me, like it, like mixtapes, like the art of the mixtape is different versus like, oh, I made a bunch of songs that I that I like that I want you to listen to.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Like the like the true mixtape of like side A, side B, how to curate whatever, whatever to make a message. Mm-hmm. I never quite got that down. Like I'm mm-hmm. still learning how to do that today. Yeah. But, like, that was, like, one of the first gifts that Brock gave me was a mixtape for, like, our one month. And I was, Mm -hmm. like, this is the coolest gift I've ever gotten. (laughs) You know? And I still haven't made him one, and I feel really bad about Mm -hmm. it. But it's also, like, I got no equipment, sir. But... I took
2: the bar real high, (laughs) (laughs) Brock.
0: I know. I'm still trying to, like, make up for that one gift. (laughs) But... (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I must... Come on, man. (laughs) Just... Let me let me have something as good as that, but right. I I feel like that it's something very amazing yeah, to like gift definitely. someone music, right? And yeah. I always I always kind of do that. It's like, what's your favorite song? What are people going through right now? And I think that's one of the things I love about Rob is like he's always kind of centered around music. Like mm. one of my favorite scenes uh, of the movie is not in there. What is it? It's like a deleted scene where like he goes to this woman's house. And she's selling all of her ex-husband's records.
2: Oh, shit.
0: And she's like, just take them. And Mm -hmm. he's looking through them. And he's like, I can't do this. I can't take this. Mm -hmm. And he has, like, so much respect for this person's collection that he's like, I'm not going to take this away from him, even though he's, you know, like... Mm -hmm he's like i will take these 3 for $500 or something and she's like i'm going to give you the whole thing for 30 or something like that mm-hmm. and it's like he has so much respect for the collection that he's not going to disrespect the albums wow he, it's 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 an incredible scene but it's really it's kind of sad but yeah. it's also like oh like would i be able to do that can i go to someone's house and just pick up all their shit you know
2: I would be like what this person do?
0: <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it was a little bit like that of like yes I get that it's an ex-husband free but he was kind of like what did he do for you to do this?
2: Yeah. You know, and I like did he deserve this? Mhm. He did what? Okay, I'll give you $5.
0: <laughs> so it was a little bit like that. Like I absolutely loved like that scene of just how much he like respects the music and yeah. respects the albums and respects the artists and all of that stuff and like I think you know recollecting records definitely makes me feel that way you know looking up new artists is definitely making me feel that way of like um you know having a connection to music again because i didn't have that for the longest time especially since everything is like available everywhere Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right um and so i think that's what every time i watch this movie i always feel like oh like i want to know my musicians more Mm -hmm. right um I don't know that's how I felt about it, and how I feel about him when he you know goes through his sound his process of making a soundtrack
2: yeah that's that's um, fucking great,
0: yeah, and so I think that's one of one of the things I think about Rob is that he has he has his stuff
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know
2: such Sorry. a fun character though
0: he mm-hmm. is, and again like. We're not necessarily meant to like him, Mm -hmm. and it's probably because we connect with him so much. Yeah, it's it's definitely fucking stressful.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 like it makes you think. You know, it's like we clearly love Cusack, uh, Mm -hmm. being host of Cusack to the Future. But Mm -hmm. like, can you imagine if this character, written as it is, was portrayed by any other actor? Would we still feel? The exact same way.
0: Uh, who would be able to okay, so who? See
2: so yeah, that. What what contestants can, the,
0: can we think of?
2: That's the thing. Alright, here, alternate reality. Fucking um Gross Point Blank. That was supposed to be Bill Murray's, right? And then fucking Cusack took it. What if no, we roll- who That wasn't
0: was gross point? That was um
2: Oh, uh, Ice Harvest. Ice Harvest. All right. So, what if I fucking Bill Murray's like, you took one from me, I'll take one from you? It probably would be terrible. But, like, imagine if, like, a younger Bill Murray played fucking Rob. No. Yeah, no. The
0: style of, like, Bill Murray. Doesn't you, even fit if, with, like, that.
2: they tried to, uh, like, fix it for him, but, like, the the bones of the character are pretty much the same.
1: Mm hmm.
2: Still, no, right? Mm hmm. So what if you think if they updated Rob, almost where kind of like what we did, where they took the movie and then they stretched it out (laughs) kind of episodic. Do you think like and it's and it's different. So it's not like you don't look at this person. You're like, oh, it's supposed to be Cusack. So they cast completely different. It's a woman uh, of color.
0: See, okay, that's the thing, that's sort of the things that I kind of like when they do remakes or Uh reimagines, is they put someone in, they completely reimagine it,
1: Yeah,
0: right? It's not like Fantastic Four where it's like the same four fucking things over again, right? Like, this is completely different, like, I would want to know how Rob would be as a woman of color who Mm -hmm. is like going through these relationships because everything changes then yeah like you go from like a white male mm-hmm. who is looking past at his very white relationships mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. there's a level of privilege in there and there's mm-hmm. a level of like maleness title
2: and, an entitlement, and an entitlement and all entitlement that stuff all these yeah.
0: things because th- that's exactly what high fidelity is right because you have this sense of entitlement with Rob
1: mm-hmm.
0: do you get that sense of entitlement again with you know a different lead
2: was it the same sense of entitlement for Rob in the book oh yeah yeah okay I was wondering yeah. if that's one of the things that they dialed up for the American version like we I are think entitled. they kind of
0: put it down they really? kind of they kind of because it's a British book so like but he the... was more
2: entitled as a Brit well you
0: I think feel? like there's a different, there's a different kind of breed in in in, in British movies and British okay. novels, right? Because like you got to remember, like this is an American adaptation of American film adaptation of a British novel,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And so you're going from, you know, like very British sounding music. Mm-hmm. Not that like the Smiths and the Cure is not like present in in the, in the movie, culture. but yeah, it's yeah. like. Oh shit, like it's prevalent, right? Yeah. <laughs> like.
2: Was it still in the same time period? Like, was it still fairly modern? Or was 90s. It like, okay.
0: Yeah, 90s, 2000s, sort of the same. But it's like this, okay, like you have this level of like, okay, London in the ni- early 90s, and then you have Chicago in the early 2000s. Yeah. Like, you know, a little bit different. Yeah. But it's, I feel like with the, with the, book you get more so of like <sighs> so in the book when they all kind of go after um mm-hmm. marie de saul mm-hmm.
1: they
0: there their whole thing is like oh i want to be a musician that's the appeal of her
1: mm-hmm. in
0: the book it's because she's american oh yeah they're like i would just want to be with an american like so there's like these little these little things he's definitely more like self-deprecating in the book the british right yeah Yeah. and that's just british humor like there's a lot of things in british humor but if i think like i think like in the book obviously he's like dialed up to 10 Mm -hmm. right but in the movie he's still you know He's still a mediocre white guy who owns, like, who is making a living selling used records. Yeah. Right.
2: That was kind of jarring, being like, you called Cusack mediocre. I know you're talking about Rob, but still, it's just like, Whoa. Oh, that's kind of hurt. But, but it's
0: sort well, of true, for right? Just, yeah,
2: if we're, like...
0: It's very weird. Well, you
2: you break it down, you look at it, you're like,
0: yes. But
2: then you, <laughs> you, you feel this, like leave rob alone he's trying the best he can yeah you know and you're like why the the fuck am I so loyal to this guy
0: you're so you're so connected to him because you see yourself in him you're you're like nah.
2: you see yourself in him and then also he shared all of these things with him so like Mm -hmm. as an audience member he shared all these things with the audience you're kind of like hey he 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 told us in confidence
0: (laughs) (laughs) i just want you to be happy okay yeah but it's it is kind of those things of like, Oh
2: yeah. So like
0: this movie, this movie works because like, it's the angstiness of like, you know, a a late 20, early thirties kind of guy who doesn't know what he's doing versus like all the other movies where we see everyone excel and do all these things and like the pressure of whatever. But here he is like, there's no pressure. There's literally nothing. (laughs) And you're just like, please, please win at life. Because if you win, then I can win.
2: (laughs) Yeah, see, but this is the thing. This is like, I think that's why I connect with Rob, is just because of that level of mediocrity. You see, <laughs> <laughs> we we're like, we've said it several times throughout this episode. we were like, he's made mistakes. He's aimless. He's very media. You know. So I'm, I'm just like, all right, what are we talking about?
0: <laughs> we're like, ooh, I feel
1: this. <laughs> But, but the
0: thing is, is like, we see him like, well, how many times do we see that in like a person of like, we see them reflect and then gain insight and then understand everything and then, you know, fuck
2: up again, and then be like, oh yeah, I'm fucking up.
0: Yeah. And, it's, it's, and, and, and take ownership of it. It's yeah. just like, yes, I did those things. Yeah. You know? See, and at that
2: point, that's when I was like, fucking good on you, Rob. I was like, you were about to make a mistake, and you didn't. Growth. I appreciate that, you know? So (laughs) with with all those things of, like, things we have in common, I'm just like, all right. If if I was ever to be written about in a rom-com setting, I was like, this is the fucking closest I get. I was like, I'm never going to be fucking fucking what's-his-fucking-face from Crazy Rich Asians. I'm not particularly crazy rich i am asian but i'm I'm, I'm, (laughs) not
0: that type of asian
2: i'm not that type of asian so i was like that's a different kind of fucking thing so i was like as cool as that movie was i was like that's not me and i know that for this i was like i could be a rob i worked at a comic book store i could be the 20 fucking 2022 if they ever want to crack another reboot out i could be that guy i was like i'm a very morose person who used to work at a comic book store I have a bunch of silly friends who get me through fucking uh, my grumpiness. (laughs) I have a list of shit. I like making lists. I was like, this could be me, you know? Mm -hmm. But I guess that's why I connect with this character in this movie so much. It's just because it's like, it's real.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing of like, it it does feel very real. Like we could all, I don't want to say like generalization, like we can all connect, but it's like, you know like you'll see this in like next or you'll y'all will hear this in next episode of like we all have those cringy moments that we see either as rob or as the person he was with where you're like mm, that's just why are you up on the big screen this is my life right now yeah. you know I'm and telling so. everyone <laughs> <laughs> why are you here why are you in my head yeah. <laughs> but yeah i think i think the thing with rob like the way that he kind of goes through things and the way that he is presented in this movie like it just works so i'm really interested in how like it's going to be completely changed Mm -hmm. if another person became rob yeah
2: i'm definitely gonna like I, I, I've established already that I'm a very lazy host. I'm a very lazy editor. I'm a very lazy <laughs>
1: Photoshop
2: artist. But uh, the minute this podcast recording ends, I'm, I'm going to edit it. But while I'm editing it, I'm going to do some, some mild research. And I'm going to look up if there's anything similar to High Fidelity where um, someone working at a music store, hopefully episodic, uh, we can dive into. And a character named Rob can maybe talk about the Rexes
0: yeah maybe on hulu maybe on maybe i don't know maybe you know and then maybe maybe we'll stretch
2: that out for a whole nother fucking keep season two going for as long as humanly possible one episode per
0: episode yeah because you know we we, we've been doing that with utopia that shit's almost been a year so i mean like maybe if there's something out there you know that maybe has like a personal connection to one of the actresses who was in the original like maybe that exists
2: yeah, maybe, maybe the we'll particular lead is going to be the next fucking Catwoman. I'm very excited yeah, to see.
0: We'll I don't see. know these
2: things. These are just very general statements that are yeah. not leading to anywhere. But uh, is there anything else you want to say about Rob this week, Grace? This particular Rob.
0: This particular Rob. You know yeah. what?
2: Two sec, Rob.
0: You know, I'm... you root for him. That's mm-hmm. what I want to do. I want to root for him the entire time. And yeah. I want to see him be you know the captain of his own ship mm. whatever the fuck that means like I want him to take take charge of himself yeah yeah and hopefully you know somewhere off screen he does
2: yeah <laughs> say they make a sequel to this movie would you want it or they check in on fucking Rob and Laura or are they just check in on Rob and like yeah we got divorced three years like 12 years ago <laughs>
0: That would be really interesting. I never thought of this having a sequel. Yeah. I wonder what that would be like. You know what? I think I would, out of the novelty of it, mm-hmm. I think I would hate watch it.
2: Really? Because that's the thing. Like, people love Clerks, but, like, Kevin Smith always talked about, like, Clerks is, the like, a story of this fucking, pretty much, like, his, uh, me, through these dudes' eyes, their perspective on the world at their 20s. He's like, Clerks 2. At their 30s, when they're settling down, getting <laughs> married and stuff. Clerk's Quirk, three. He's like, I'm working on it. It's about fucking life when you're 40, you're married, and then other people are doing their shit. But it's still like a man in your 40s and all that stuff. So now if they just apply the same thing, they're like, heartbreak um, when you're, what, he's 30 here? About 30? I think
0: so. About 30.
2: So he's like, well, uh, heartbreak be- in your 30s. And then he's like, the next one, it's. 20 years later, where it's just, like, (laughs) how you handle it and, like, where you are in your life.
0: Okay. Do we really want sequels 20 years later?
2: No, I didn't want fucking sequels 10 years later when they do that for Sin City or 300.
0: Yeah, because I didn't ask for that 20 years later coming to America.
2: Oh, I forgot that happened, Grace.
0: I I think sequels need to be planned ahead. Mm-hmm. I think if there was a sequel to this i don't I would watch it out of spite, but I don't know if I would think it was Canon,
2: really, so even if it was like the writer dropped the book, and then a year later Cusack's like let me let me let, let me crack a draft at that take a crack at a draft.
0: I don't think that can happen,
2: really. <laughs> I or, don't no, not like through the world of logic, but if it has No no
0: no I don't I don't think that can happen just in general. Like you know, is high fidelity a standalone? Like is it possible to do a sequel to this? Like is there a sequel that we would want? Like would I, I want, to want to revisit Rob? Rob again? Like do we need to?
2: Because I think no matter what we do people are gonna be disappointed because like say he he did continue to make mistakes and then we check in on him and i was like yeah i kept making mistakes we'd be like then what the fuck was the point of the movie if you didn't learn anything from it you know yeah. but then if he did grow then you're like cool everything's good then why are we checking in on you you know, okay. so, you know so i guess this movie would be pointless
0: Cause it's like, okay, so the first one is him re, re reevaluating, re examining like the field relationships that he's had, you know. Um then then what?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what what are we supposed to do in that moment afterwards, you know? Yeah
2: yeah I don't, I don't think there's story here <laughs> i was just throwing shit out towards the end of the episode i didn't think we'd take it so seriously
0: no I, but it, but that is a thing because we are we are kind of we are kind of in that moment of like oh we want to see how things worked out because we started thinking about that of like you know we would would we want to see this reality series
2: no nah, i wouldn't
0: <laughs> you're I like nah.
2: i take it all back sorry nah. i spoke into the world everyone <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there is no sequel, so it's okay. But I think also, like, he's already done his growing. He's already done all his stuff, and it's just like, uh, yeah. Uh, you Has q like,
2: ever done a sequel that you can think of?
0: Not that I know of. Like, I know he was supposed to be in Hot Tub Time Machine 2, but he wasn't in it.
2: Yeah, he just didn't want to do it, I think. I don't think he likes sequels.
0: Well, I think he... Did he, didn't he didn't want to do it?
2: I don't think he wanted to do it.
0: Okay. Because I know that he's kind of credited in Hot Time Tom Mission 2, but he's not in it.
2: Yeah. I think they, like, credit him because they, there was supposed to be a fucking, maybe a scene where he pops up. But they didn't mm. use that. Enough.
0: But. I don't know. I don't I think don't... he does sequels. I think he's like one of those people of like, you know what? Yeah whatever's so what the movie say, is in
2: the movie yeah yeah and we're not going back to it unless we need to and i don't think we need to
0: yeah would do would we want to like i don't want to know like i've already kind of established that i'm not sure if they make it
2: yeah i don't want to
0: see that actually happen
2: yeah i don't want a confirmation or like a flat out deny it. like just confirmation either way being like you were right or you were wrong
0: yeah I'm okay with the with the way that it ended of them being hopeful and then, you know, him making an effort like that's all it that really mattered. That's what it comes down to is for him to actually fucking listen.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And anything other from that won't be as exciting. Yeah. There's not much there. Point is, yeah. yeah. And if we wanted more Rob Cusack as Rob, we'll just go rewatch High Fidelity and trust us. We've done that a lot. <laughs>
0: we have those already <laughs> we've done that
2: already hence season two yeah um but anything else we wanted to say this week, grace before we close this out i think this is our longest episode ever
0: yeah this a, took a while yeah. it's because we were reminiscing in the beginning and we yeah reminisce that's Stuff. the fucking
2: heavy toll of reminiscing guys it fucking takes an yeah. hour and eight minutes of your podcast
0: we got 44 minutes of hopefully Cusack related things, so, you know. <laughs> Let it happen, y'all. Let it happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think this yeah. fucking episode
2: longer than the fucking movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's oh, how much we love Rob and yeah. ourselves. There you go.
2: Yeah, and being confused old people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You'll get that more so. Yeah
2: so uh there you go guys hopefully you enjoyed all of this episode all the bizarreness of this episode um we'll catch you next week my name is john
0: and i'm grace
2: remember embrace the nostalgia embrace the awkward we'll see you guys later Bye.
0: (laughs) bye